Welcome, welcome. Special Saturday edition of Meme Wars for you today. Joined by our uh, border expert and uh, WWE uh, professional wrestling expert, Rico. Welcome. Man of many hats, many expertises. <laughs> Brian uh, would like to be here, but he's, uh, I don't know, he's got some sort of lung aids going on that he can't seem to kick. So, um, Best wishes to Brian. Hopefully feeling better today. Longest flu slash cold slash COVID I've ever seen in my life. It's been like three he has, weeks. He has but... no immune system. I mean, no. he's like one of those uh, patient zero AIDS patients, you know, that had no immune system in the 80s. Should probably have him. Uh, what was that? The Fauci was prescribing people AZT. We should like order yeah. some AZT off Amazon and send it to yeah, California. That, for him. that would help him out. <laughs> Fauci probably has some he could send him. We should reach out to him. That would be, that'd be boxes of it. I don't know why no one's buying this anymore. <laughs> Safe and effective. Yeah, but I mean, I, I, we were talking before the show started, like the, at the border, like I, I've been trying to follow what's been happening on Twitter. It seems like Biden set that deadline for yesterday, basically saying that Texas had to have their National Guard out. Um, he also had like a statement saying he was going to take over. No, no, no. That was Beto O'Rourke that encouraged Biden to take over the Texas National Guard. Biden didn't say that, um, which would be ridiculous and would not end well. So, I, I mean, I, I don't know where this goes. Like, I, I titled the show, Is There an, an Invasion at the Southern Border? And, like, I tend to think, yes. I think the knee-jerk, like, libertarian reaction is like, no, it's not an invasion. They're just coming here to work. And, yeah, I mean, a lot of people are, but How is a libertarian position at this point in time. Like, so is there no no limit to to anything because they do get a lot of public benefits, whether they're mm -hmm. working or not working. The healthcare. I mean, there was a story um, about D the Denver healthcare system being overrun. Like, there's they said like uh, I forget exactly how many. Uh, hundreds of thousands of visits and like most of them were from uh, illegal immigrants and yeah. they, they were turning away, you know, residents because they don't have the capacity. So it's not only that, it's the schools, it's the housing. Even before this all started, I used to uh, see a guy I went to high school with, he's a couple old years older than me. And he was, um, he was a uh, border working for the border patrol. <clears throat> And he was telling me, you know, all the basically, <clears throat> excuse me, they're under orders to let them come in and then process them. Mm -hmm. And even before all this became public knowledge about how they're flying them around in planes, uh, he was telling me, like, yeah, you know, we give them plane tickets to go wherever they want. They get they get gift cards for spending money. I'm like, oh, this is insane. And I believed them because, like, I don't think he would just make this stuff up. But then it comes out like, yeah, this is really widespread. So yeah. just the default position, you know, open borders, right to pursue work. Yeah, I mean, it can be a sympathetic position in some respects, but at some point, enough, well, the point is long past that where enough is enough. Like you just can't handle the amount of people coming and it's deliberate. That's come absolutely on. deliberate, 100%. And like, I, I think it is some form of an invasion. I mean, people would push back and say, well, it's not like a war. There's not a country invading us. 
of course there's not. I mean, let's not be idiots about this, but there's hundreds of thousands, if not millions of men of, you know, military fighting age that it doesn't take that many to put together a terror cell to, to do yeah. something. I mean, it's not, it's not that hard to, to figure that out. I'm surprised there hasn't actually been anything bad happened yet. It, it's, it's inevitable at some point in time there will mm-hmm. be. Um, but from what I saw, the most recent developments are at least the border patrol said that they're not going to be cutting down the wire unless if ordered to, um, what's his name? Abbott gave a, an interview on with Tucker Carlson saying, even if they do nationalize the, um, the national guard in Texas, that they have other state employees who will continue erecting the, the border fences. So, you know, it, it, Biden can't nationalize like just random Texas state agencies. So, I mean, it's, uh, It'll just keep being a shit show. I, I I always wonder, like, why did it take three years for Abbott to do this? Like, why didn't he do this in the first few months of of Biden's administration? Um, and then so there's also apparently a trucker convoy heading to Texas. Did you see this? Yeah, I just saw that pop up. Let me share share my screen here. And everything is like in a different place now. They got a different setup. This is annoying. Yeah, I just. It's a video. I'm not going to play the video, but I'll just show my screen what it is. Yeah, so that's the the trucker convoy. I mean... This could only end badly, though. Of course, there's going to be some kind of January 6th thing where they're going to... I mean, I could see them being a false flag and then the, the military coming in and um, taking down everything, but it, it is such a, really a bad optic. Like Biden is going to, on one hand, keep making the statement, the border is secure while there's going to be footage of the army going in and taking down fences that secure the border. It's just such a, a gaslight. It's unbelievable. And then there was something Biden said recently, um, He's like, there's been a bipartisan committee working on border security for the past four months in my order, and they work through the holidays, and they're coming close to um, submitting legis- legislation that'll do like you know four or five bullet points that basically said nothing. But I mean, all I need to know, need to know about that is it's a bipartisan committee, so you know it's going to be bullshit. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's anything that comes from bipartisan is going to grow government and makes make things worse. It's just such nonsense. It's like it doesn't take a committee. Stop letting people in the country. Mm-hmm. What's so hard about it? No, just say no. You can't come in. Do you have a visa? No. Okay, bye. You don't get to come Turn in. Yeah. Like, stop processing people. Just stop coming. You're not allowed in have a barricade it's the easiest every other country in the world can have a border and but they can't figure out how to stop people from coming in it's fucking a, a joke of course you can unless they're coming in through unknown areas you know like random desert in arizona or whatever you're not gonna stop everyone but you just have caravans of people coming in you say well, i don't know how to stop it you just say no can't come in someone's knocks on the door of your house you don't say well Come on in. Let's fill out paperwork, and then I'll decide whether or not you can stay here. Just say, no, you can't. you're not coming in. Yes. 
story. It's insane. It, it, like you said, it's, it's definitely intentional. But I mean, Biden, I didn't see this. Biden's gotten pretty aggressive recently. I don't know if you saw this uh, this headline here from the uh, Babylon Bee. Biden says Texas has till the end of the day <laughs> to remove razor wire or else. <laughs> Tough talking <laughs> Joe Biden. He had one a couple days ago where he was talking about like standing up for women's rights. And he's like, if you're stand up for the benefit of women's rights, benefits. Is he going to do a talking about me? can't right there's no way there's going to be debates zero chance i mean he couldn't make it through you know there's not enough amphetamine in the world to get him through a two-hour debate well at a certain point like there are downsides to taking amphetamines like it's it's not just all like upsides (laughs) not all fun funny games it has negative consequences so like eventually like they don't you know you need to keep taking more and more i think and uh, there's a trade-off there with like other aspects of your health. I'm sure. Not all. I mean, you I can't don't know just... how he's still alive. I, I don't know if he is. He looks very AI-ish to me at this point in time. Might be just a hologram. Well, there was yeah, there was a video a week ago, two weeks ago that was 100% AI of him speaking coherently. It was it was like AI plus it was like chopped up video of giving probably a longer talk that they just took like pieces yeah. of to make him sound coherent. But you could see like his like his eyes. He didn't blink at all. Oh, I the saw the entire that. video, which yeah. was like a minute and a half long. Yeah, that was very weird. Didn't see that. Yeah, Just but uh, other, another point on the the text on the border thing. I think if if the media, like right wing media, was really concerned with with ending this, visuals are very powerful tool. Like remember during COVID. CNN had a, a ticker that they had up mm-hmm. on whatever they were talking about. They had a ticker 24 seven where it show like the amount of deaths, uh, people who contracted COVID, like all the numbers to scare people. Yeah. Cases, the case counts. They yeah. could have been doing a sports update and they would have it on Fox news. If they were really concerned about ending this, you could have like a picture in picture. You just have a camera on Eagle Pass or wherever you want, no matter what you're talking about, in the top left-hand corner of the screen, it's just nonstop live footage of people walking into the country. Now, tell me that wouldn't be a powerful, like, infuriating video. Like, and every anyone ever turns on Fox News, you're hearing whoever talk about Hamas or Ukraine. And at the same time, you're seeing nonstop people walking into the country and you just can't get away from it. Like if you can't get away from something, eventually you're going to be pissed off enough to act. But that's why I don't think, you know, the, the GOP establishment really gives a shit. They don't. And, and I think there's, there's, so there's like two aspects to it. There's, you can't get away from it. And then there's, if it impacts you personally in some way. So like when people, you know, realize which they're starting to, and like these local governments in New York City and Chicago, that like everything is overrun. They've run out of space for these illegal immigrants. And, you know, when things like when crimes start to escalate and, and things like that, I think people will, will start paying attention more. So um, when they start demanding that, you know, citizens need to house these immigrants in their houses, yeah. which 
could happen in some of these areas. But it's it's just God a ridiculous us. situation. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous that um, this is our country really. A little bit a uh, little bit office uh, comedy to uh, make us feel better about the situation. Um, we I, actually, my wife and I have been watching season one of The Office again, and oh my god, it is it's just incredible. The uh, diversity day episode. I mean, no way that show could be made today. I I'm surprised it's still like you, you can still stream it. I think we stream it on like Netflix or something. It's so popular it's though. Still, I think people yeah. would really get pissed off. Yeah, but it's it's crazy. So this this meme has uh, Jim and Dwight. So they're talking about this is from the Alliance episode uh, when the feds try to stop Texas from placing razor wire at its southern border, Oklahoma. And it's Jim talking to or Dwight talking to Jim. Do you want to form an alliance with me? Which I think is awesome that all of these red states, pretty much every Republican governor, yeah. I think, has uh, either a bunch have actually sent some of their National Guard to Texas. And uh, many have just come out supporting, which is uh, which yeah. is awesome. Then you have Kansas and Kentucky right in the middle of this, you know, massive of red states with their two uh, Democrat governors just like just ignoring it, not even making a statement. I don't understand why this is a, a right-wing issue. Like, Should how do be. Democrats benefit from this? I mean, I understand. I mean, eventually <clears throat> it's going to be, yeah, we can uh, try to get the pathway to citizenship and just amnesty 10, 20 million, however many people. But it's going to cause a societal collapse at some point in time. So you just want to be ruling over a shithole and, you know, Democratic mayors and, um, you know, Chicago. Like, what are you getting out of this? I don't get it. I, I, don't, I don't get it either. And, you know, eventually they're, they're going to lose an election over it. And that's I mean, maybe well, that'll make them we'll change. See. Probably not, since, you know, the, the next candidates will just be funded by George Soros and. I'm sure George Soros is one of the ones behind this, letting this uh, shuttling of immigrants into the country. I don't know. I don't know what changes it. Probably nothing changes it. Uh, I just yeah. don't know how. I can't picture how this situation is going to resolve between the feds and Texas. I don't know who's going to cave or like. Uh, Texas, will ca- Texas will back down. You think so? Wait, oh, oh, yeah. Capital uh, back point. down. Yeah. There will be some kind of court order, and they'll they'll back down. And uh, well, there's oh, already yeah. been a court order from the Supreme uh, Court. The court order, I think, was ba- it wasn't from what I read. I didn't read the whole thing. The, the Supreme Court basically said, while this litigation winds its way through the different um, channels, because they didn't rule on a full um, on the full merits of the case. I think they just said the federal government has the authority to cut down razor wire while this litigation unfolds, which seems bizarre, but you know, you have John Roberts who will always side with, with the Democrats, even though he's supposed to be a Republican. And then Comey Barrett was the other one kind of surprising, but I think there's still litigation pending on, on ultimate authority on, on handling these matters. But my guess is Texas will back down because it took Abbott three years to do anything. So mm-hmm. he's not obviously a true believer. Like a person who really was outraged by this would have been outraged in the first few months of it. It wouldn't take three yeah, years. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. 
One last uh, border meme here, and then we're going to talk about Vince McMahon and just the craziness that's happening with the WWE. Um, so this meme here, I'm not sure where it's from. Um, what movie it's from? Nick Cage. I should say you got Nick. Yeah, you got Nick Cage, and I don't know who the other guy is, but Nick Cage, you know, talking, and you got Texas secedes. And at the bottom, you got a guy smiling, glowingly. <laughs> USA realizing there's now a sovereign nation with desert oil and plenty of brown people. So, you know, <laughs> another quick, how, how Next quick war. would uh, the U.S. invade if Texas seceded? It would be uh, probably true. Launching missiles into there. Yeah. Shock and awe taking, taking Texas back over. But so what's, what's happening with Vince McMahon? I actually, I had no idea this was happening. Mark posted something the other day on Twitter um, which was like a scene from, you know, actually a wrestling show of, you know, res- a wrestler w- within the, you know, confines of the, uh, you know, the skit or whatever, calling out Vince McMahon for like cheating on his wife and having unprotected sex. And, and Mark put um, art imitates life. So I'm like, what's happening? So I Googled it and found the story of, uh, you know, this, which I guess has been going on for a while of this WWE employee who apparently Vince McMahon was forcing to have sex with him, other employees, wrestlers is basically, she was enslaved. That's what it's the accusation sounds. Yeah. Like. I mean, uh, so she sued him because she was hired in 2000. I, I actually read, it was a, like a 67 page complaint. I read the whole thing. <laughs> That's dedication, man. Eh, it took like 20 minutes. Um, and so, like, I looked at the reaction, like, on the uh, the wrestling blog I sometimes read, and everyone immediately is like, Vince is the biggest piece of shit in the world, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And, I mean, he certainly does not come across as a good human being in any remote sense of the word. Um, <laughs> the, what I would say, though, is, like, one, the the complaint that was filed it, it reads like it was intended for the public. It's it's a complaint. So there's like, you mm-hmm. know, you have to allege some factual basis for, for, you know, the cause of action. But there are so many loaded words in the complaint um, just immediately. So it said the victim, uh, she was devastated. She was a full-time caregiver for her parents. They both passed away. Uh, she was devastated by the loss. So, she, and then, you know, one of the lines is she dedicated herself to finding full-time employment. Apparently, and I was trying to fi- figure out how old she was uh, or is so I could get mm-hmm. a sense of, because in the complaint, it says she has no full-time work history at all, period. Okay. So hmm. she went from being a caregiver for her parents and then she got a job with WWE because the building manager where she lived at somehow knew Vince McMahon. So <laughs> he got her an interview with Vince McMahon, which off the bat, it sounds a little insane. Like, wait a minute, you have no work history at all. I don't know what qualification. I don't even know if you have a college degree or anything. Mm-hmm. And you get an interview with the CEO of a multi-billion dollar company. 
that that seems really weird, right? I mean, yeah, it doesn't make any sense off the bat. Like, why is Vince? Mc- okay, so then in the the complaint, it kind of goes through the thing. It says she met with him at his condo. That's where they met, like four or five times um, before she alleged any sexual uh, activity happened. So that's the grooming part. Where again, I mean, you you. It's, it's questionable. You're like, well, you know, um, wait, wait, wait no was alarm. she working for him yet? Or is just no, no, five no. meetings she was before meeting even... and they were discussing her employment, what she would be doing. And so he like then started it's weird touching her knee and then having him touch her, having her touch his knee to show him where he had a scar. And, and then at the end of every meeting, they would, they would hug and Vince would whisper, Oh, it feels so good. Certainly very creepy behavior. Um, and again, like, you know, you don't want a, a victim bash, but when you file a complaint against Vince McMahon saying all of these horrible things he did, and it does sound like he did a lot of this stuff, which is dis- disgusting stuff. And like, mm-hmm. like I said, he's not a good human being, but you're also, when you start slamming someone else's character, how do you defend yourself if you're Vince, but to go after, well, what kind of character are you to accuse me? So this is what I, I'm very interested to hear, you know, the fo- to read the follow-up complaint because, you know, while he's saying, or while she's saying he groomed her, he's like, well, you came to my condo like five times and met with me in person. And he was clearly, you know, indicating some type of sexual advances. So then they start engaging in a sexual relationship. Um, and Vince sounds like a fucking crazy sex, uh, kinky sex guy. He would have her, um, ask her to have sex with, uh, this other guy who was an on-air TV personality. He was also like runs a talent department. Um, so she was having sex with him and then, you know, so the lawyer for her is clearly painting this in the worst possible light. And maybe it's true, but maybe it's completely consensual and she's the type of person that w- like to engage in this type of activity. Uh, there was one scene or one episode where she said he took a shit on her and she kept yeah, having, and then, and I'm like, well, that's so crazy. It's probably true, which again means Vince is a disgusting human being, but this is, you know, she kept saying like she had no choice to, but to keep engaging in sex or she was in fear of losing her job. And she was talking, well, about there was a like, a, there was also like a text message that were Vince. And you'll think they'll be able to find this. There's an alleged yeah. text message. Maybe they have found it where Vince has alleged to say, like, I own you. You only, you know, have sex with people that I tell you to or something like that. Yeah. And of course, they put down a couple texts in the in the uh, complaint. They attached a couple screenshots, but they didn't attach a lot. A lot of the other text messages were described in the complaint. So it's like, well, mm. I wonder what the context is. Like sometimes people talk, you know, dirty to each other in text messages. So I want to see the whole day's worth of text messages. Like that'll come up at the trial. Like, okay, you're saying he said this. Well, what what was your response? What was the whole nature of the back and forth? Um, so the, and then there were, there were some other things that she talked about. Um, uh, so they, she uh, re- initially, so she got a non-disclosure agreement. 
Uh, he pay, apparently paid her a million dollars and then he was supposed to pay her another two million in installments. And I think he just stopped paying for whatever reason, which certainly seems like a dumb move on his part. Like you're a billionaire and you're, why don't you just make the rest of the payments so this doesn't come up? Because now hey, you're- there's so many things about this on both sides that just just make no sense yeah. in any way whatsoever. So he stopped, and then after he stopped paying, then the lawsuit came to light. So, but there's a couple of things that struck me about the non-disclosure agreement. So, one in the complaint, it specifically states that Vince told her get an attorney, which is smart. Like, yes. Whenever you you're negotiating an agreement, like if it came back at Vince and she didn't have a, an independent attorney, it mm-hmm. would it could be easily thrown out. It's like if you're going to get a prenup or something, you tell the person, you know, the wife, hey, you need to consult an independent attorney, sign this over. So the complaint on one hand says like, well, this attorney wasn't neutral because Vince agreed with her choice of attorney so he wasn't looking out so the attorney presumably wasn't looking out for her interests mm-hmm. but on the other hand the complaint also said that vince told her to disregard her own attorney's advice and revisions and stuff so it's like well what is it was the attorney a vince stooge but if he was a vince stooge why is vince telling her to ignore her attorney's recommendations uh, then she was saying how she felt pressured to to sign it because Vince kept saying, well, we need to wrap this up, probably because the timing, and I didn't look into this, but probably because the timing had to do with the sale of WWE and he wanted it uh-huh. all taken care of. So he gave her like eight days or 10 days to to finish it. Um, but another thing about the attorney that struck me is like, look, if she went to the attorney who seemed to be an independent attorney because he was making suggestions that Vince didn't like. And she's telling the attorney this. Why wouldn't the attorney be like, wait a minute, you were sexually assaulted for a year and a half. Let's go to the police now because you can file criminal complaints and you can still sue them. It doesn't have to be Mm -hmm. one or the other. So, Like, why didn't that come up? Why didn't you think to file a, uh, you know, criminal charges against Vince at the time? So now it's, it's so that that's weird. Um, some of the other things that came up in, in uh, this is a, a deep legal analysis here of yeah, the, well, uh, the just, Vince McMahon. I, mean, WWE. Sure no, I like it. It's great. Much, much better attorneys than me. And, <laughs> and they'll, they'll look at this too. Um, so she also like one of the, the damaging or attacks against Vince, in addition to all the sex stuff, which does sound re- ridiculous. And there was some stuff in it. That's absurd. Like, he would have sex toys that he would use on her. And if it was a white sex toy, he would name it after a white wrestler. I if it was a ridiculous. black sex toy, he would name it after a black wrestler. Um, but she, he also, she also said that he referred her to a doctor. Um, and she was almost slamming the doctor because the doctor was saying like he was trying to I don't know if it was a physical doctor or a psychiatrist or whatever, but she was saying it as negative where the doctor saying, well, if, if you don't trust me, I mean, I can't help you. So I'm like, well, it's, I mean, that seems like a, a thing. I don't know if those exact words, but that seems like a, a thing a doctor would say, look, look, if you're not going to take my recommendations, then I have no purpose. It's, so seems pretty I didn't really, basic, yeah. yeah. I'm like, well, that, that makes sense. Like what the, they called a, him a celebrity doctor. Um, probably because he's a doctor that's retained by WWE to work on their wrestlers. But that uh, seems also to be a common thing. Like, 
if you need a doctor and I'm the CEO of a huge company and I have a doctor I use for a lot of things, wouldn't you be like, yeah, I'll go to Dr. Bob. Yeah. He's a good dude. I'll, I'll take care of the bills. Like, is that mm-hmm. an uncommon thing? It's, it seems like common things with sports teams. Like there's a team yeah. doctor players injured. You go see the team doctor. You got outside opinions you want, but you go see the team doctor. So that, that was a little weird. Um, one of the things about her allegations of, you know, why the NDA shouldn't, I mean, there was a bunch of different causes of action, why the NDA should be thrown out, but she's all saying like, it didn't adequately compensate her for her loss of career with WWE and promotion and promoting promotion opportunities. But at the same time, she also said she had no job experience. And she also said it was a, a basically a do nothing job. So it's like, well, wait a minute. If it's a this was like two job, like two years, right? This like a year went on for yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, well, if it was a no show job and you have no discernible skills, how are you saying your loss of future income is more than three million dollars? Like, it seemed like you were hired above what you were qualified for. And he was paying her seventy five or eighty thousand dollars a year. Uh, she also said it was a hostile work environment because some of the front office or the the higher up executives like immediate didn't didn't like her but that could also be explained by the fact that like these people knew that she was only hired because vince was banging her so mm-hmm. you know like yeah i have i want nothing to do like she said one person every time you'd see her would just turn around and walk away which also could be like i want nothing to do with that person she's nothing but trouble i'm not saying Family. a word to her which that person that's named in that suit probably read is like, good fucking thing. I never said a word to that woman. Exactly. Yeah. But, so, you know, it's like things could be read a different way. Um, there was also like, I'm almost done with my, my notes. I think the other one that I had. So there was a, a celebrity wrestler that they kept referring to in the allegation. And it didn't sound like the, the celebrity wrestler ever actually had sex with her. Um, but like Vince would send pictures to her and, and Vince would share naked pictures of her with other people. But it's, it seems likely that the celebrity wrestler was Brock Lesnar based upon Mm -hmm. how he was described because he was a wrestler who would be flown in private jets and was kind of had a unique contract like for appearances and stuff, which is pretty much the exact type of contract Brock Lesnar is thought to have. So it's just, it's, it'll be interesting to see if this goes to trial, like if it's Brock Lesnar, if he has to go to trial, but Brock Lesnar is also like married with three kids. So it's like, well, I wonder how that's going over because one of the, the allegations is like he showed up to her apartment briefly, but didn't engage in sex because he was too drunk. So it's was like, well, so what exactly happened? You know, so I'm sure Vince is, is going to, file a a very strong-handed attack backer i would guess because a lot of these things are can be interpreted so like i said her her opening salvo is entirely in my view aimed for the public because the judge will read that and say okay well you have to prove this stuff you can't just say you Mm -hmm. were uh, desperately seeking employment and the only way you could find employment is to meet with the head of its (laughs) multi-billion dollar company with no job experience so yeah. It'll be interesting how, to see how it plays out. That's the part I want to know more about too. Is how does yeah how does she get that interview? And who is this building manager who knows yeah. Vince McMahon? Like yeah, 
What? Get me a job with Vince McMahon. He can shit on my head. Too. Ridiculous. <laughs> um, Vince how, does how, like old is, skull, how old is Vince bucket. McMahon? He's in his late be 70s, like 80. I think. Yeah, if not 80, yeah. He's he's definitely not a good human being. I, it's, I mean, I think it was long rumor that he was cheating on his wife constantly with, with people. Um, and it, yeah, she, well, she, um, his wife, was it Linda McMahon? Yeah, that's yeah, her name, right? right? Yeah. She ran for what the Senate in uh yeah. Connecticut. Somewhere, New York or I think it was Connecticut. Lost, but yeah, she lost. They put a bunch of money into that. So but uh you know this It'd be will hilarious be a, if she uh, was Trump's VP selection, Linda McMahon. Wait, what? <laughs> if Linda McMahon was Donald Trump's VP selection. Oh my god. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> I don't I don't think that's coming. Yeah, no, there's another thing happen. like when I was reading those blog comments, there, somehow Trump got brought into this too. Cause it's such of like, of course all he these, did. He was brought into everything. It's like, good. Well, of course, rich white man will never get any consequences for his actions. Like well, he's being sued. I, you know, I, you can't really charge him with anything. I don't think mean, maybe you could, but it's going to be hard to prove anything absent uh, physical evidence, which may or may not exist. I mean, if he was taking all these videos, maybe there is videos of him, Forcing her to have sex. Seems like there's a heck of a lot more evidence in this case than there is in any of the Jerry Sandusky stuff. So, well, that's that's what kind of the thing that struck my mind in parallels is like when the Jerry Sandusky indictment came out, it was somehow mistakenly leaked to the public to create Mm -hmm. a fury and immediately have all public perception against them. Which no, no, no investigation into how that ever happened. Um, yeah, and it, it definitely did the job, but this complaint seemed to me to be the same thing. It's like, all right, we're going to file this, make sure it's public and make sure that the the really damaging allegations and the way it's written, it just paints her as a, you know, this innocent angel and maybe she is, who knows, um, and being preyed upon by Vince McMahon. But I, I'm guessing there's probably shades of gray here. But yeah, it's more ultimately, Vince McMahon is, is a bad guy. I, I don't want to cover for yeah, him in any way. If if even like a, per, a small percentage of it is true, and I mean yeah. it's 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 horrible. So he's. Yeah. I don't think there's any doubt. Vince McMahon's a, a bad person, but yeah. And thanks and for the, the other guy that was but definitely sounds like a piece of shit too. So yeah, not good. So, not good for them. Yeah. So what else is going on? Um, there's something else I want to talk about. I can't remember now. Oh yeah. So I just want to get your, your prediction here on the election at this point in time. I mean, do you think Trump, I I think Trump's going to win the GOP nomination. No doubt. Do you think Biden, you think Biden will be on the ballot in November? Yeah, I do. I think it's getting late to to switch. I don't know how you do that, um, especially after the, the delegates have started to happen. Maybe you know, maybe there's some mechanism to switch. I, I don't know who would who would take over for him. I don't think it would be Gavin Michelle Newsom. Michelle Obama. That's the that's the rumor. I don't think so. I I think she doesn't want to get into a tussle with Trump because she can kind of at this point in time just be beyond your wildest dreams, wealthy and be this, you know, virtuous person where she has to get into the the mud with Trump. It'll definitely, um, the shine away get taken off her in some way, I would think, but you know, who the hell, who yeah. the hell knows? 
I, I just, it's going to be absurd. I, I'm kind of leaning more towards agreeing with you there. Um, if you asked me a month ago, I would say no way Joe Biden is on the ballot. Now I think it's, yeah, I, I think he probably will be unless he dies, which is possibility. Like probability of him dying is probably, you know, he's past the, uh, you know, the average, you know, lifespan of a, of a adult male in this country. So probability of him dying is pretty high. Um, moderately high, I guess, um, in the next couple of years. So it could happen. What do you think is but. the deadline for them to remove them? The convention is the summer, correct? So we're still only basically February. Um, they could do it at the convention. I mean, he could come out at the convention and say, you know, this came out about my health. I can't go forward. I got to spend time with Jill. And and then right there at the convention, the delegates could come together and put whoever they want in, essentially. Is that how it is? Well, maybe it will. So, maybe yeah. it'll happen there. I guess. So I guess there's plenty of time. Uh, maybe it'll be at Michelle Obama. I don't know. Like who? Who would be the other candidates? Well, I mean Gavin Newsom, but he's he's so terrible. Like in his yeah. debate with DeSantis, I think we've talked about this. He just got destroyed. Like I, I don't know. That's the thing. They don't have any other candidates. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, there's. Uh... What about like that Rahm Emanuel guy? Is he popular? Is he doing anything? Though Obama's like chief of staff. I don't even know. Well, he was the mayor of Chicago, Chicago for a while. Right. And now I don't know what he does now. He's just a gangster, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, no that would be an interesting debate. Like oh, Michelle Obama versus uh, Trump. How many, how many memes of her, uh, of her dancing would Trump be posting? <laughs> Oh God, it would be, it would be amazing. And there would be debates. There would definitely be debates if she was the candidate. Um, I, I think so against Trump. Yeah. Last, uh, last question, NFL playoffs. Who's, who's in the Super Bowl? Uh, the one seeds, Ravens and, and Niners. I'd love to see the, the Lions, but uh, I don't think it's going to happen. So they're going to let Lamar Jackson beat Taylor Swift. That's what, that's what you're telling me. Well, apparently there there is a conspiracy that the the ref assigned to the game tomorrow is a ref who calls apparently more penalties on the home team, and so <laughs> you know maybe that'll be something that comes into play. I just think the Ravens are a lot better than the Chiefs. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Too. All fast. The Bills so should. I don't think Bills should have be beat that. the Chiefs. That was that was dumb, but. Yeah, and Detroit. Well, I mean, I love, I love Detroit. Love their coach. I'd love to see them win, but I just, I don't think they have what it takes. The spreads plus seven. I mean, Detroit's. I'm thinking about taking that. The Lions. I don't know. I don't think Brock Purdy's good. He should, really played terrible, and and the Packers probably should have had about three interceptions last week. So he got away with one. Um, but the Lions also have a terrible defense, so I think he'll get away with one again tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Anything else, Rico? Wise words, parting words? No wise words from me. I said it all. All right. Well, if you like this show, if you like what we're doing at Lions of Liberty, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform or over on Rumble. YouTube, you can you can subscribe there. You won't see it since we're shadow banned. But uh, Rumble's the way to go. If you want video, check us out over there. And that's all I got. We will see you next week with another episode of Meme Wars. And hopefully, Brian is back. We'll see, though. We'll see. 
the ongoing COVID flu cold that he has. I think it's three weeks and running. So we'll see if he makes it a month. All right. See you.